you know, key performance indicators that we can use to make sure our business is on track. And like say, leaders delegate and you need to delegate. If I can pay somebody $25, come mow the lawn, $100 mow the lawn, I can be go generate. Cause in an hour or two, I could have been made twelve dollars to $15,000. Welcome to the Sharice Williams Show. This podcast was created for the highly conscious, high-impact, nurse-turned-entrepreneur looking to create, launch, and scale a wildly profitable holistic health coaching and consulting business from a place of ease and flow. I'm Sharice Williams, former ICU nurse turned multi-six-figure holistic health coach and the go-to business coach for female clinicians. In this podcast experience, you will be educated, motivated, inspired, empowered, and forever expanded so that you can confidently step into your new identity as the CEO of your holistic health coaching and consulting business. Welcome home. Hello, hello, happy Tuesday, and welcome to Business Insights and Clinical Nuggets. I am Sharice Williams, and we have Dr. Orlandis here. Hey, Dr. Orlandis. Hello, Sharice. Good, good evening, good afternoon, good night, wherever you listen to. Good hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And so today, we're just going to hop right into it. I will, I'm going to be sharing with you... Um, some really key pointers, right? So these are really four numbers that you need to be looking at, um, that you need to be tr- looking at and tracking for your business every every day, okay? Hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. Every day. So four numbers you need to be tracking in your business every day. Okay, I should have gotten some water. Hold on. Take your time. Okay. That's what happens when you eat a handful of cashews before you before you go live. <laughs> All right, so here we go. First thing you need to do is you want to look at, and this is this is. Let me let me just kind of give you some context and really set the stage for this. Yes, this is for you if you are already in business. I don't care how long you've been in business. If you're if you are getting money in exchange for a service, you're in business, right? So this is really important that you're looking at these four metrics, and. If you're not in business yet, so maybe you're still working at the bedside and you're like, you know, like, okay, I'm about to start, you know, um, this is great. This is information that you need to know so that you are setting the foundation from the beginning, right? From the very, very beginning. So the first thing you want to look at is one, you want to look at your committed revenue, committed recurring revenue that's coming into your business, right? So maybe you have a three month or six month or 12 month or something uh, um, program, right? So you have committed monthly revenue that's coming in, right? So you want to look at that, what's already coming in, what you've kind of bank on coming in minus anything that's delinquent because life happens and things happen, right? So anything that's delinquent, um, anyone that's for whatever reason, they're on hold for whatever reason or no pay, whatever the case may be, of course, you're going to still work to, to, to capture that revenue, but you're not going to count it in your number because it, things are kind of iffy right there, right? And so you don't want to run your business based on a questionable um, um, income. So again, you're looking at your committed monthly revenue that's coming in minus what you know is probable not to come in. Okay, don't don't bank on that, right? You want to you want to make sure that you are um, operating your business from a place of strength and knowing and not a place of hoping. Well, I hope it comes through. No, ma'am, that's not it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number two, you're going to look at your expenses, right? What's going in, what's coming out. And I will say this, 
anybody who knows me, you know that I am very uh, uh, serious about building my business and keeping it very mean and lean. And I don't really have a whole lot of extra stuff. I have what I need, the essentials. I'm not saying, you know, don't cut corners on the essentials. You absolutely need the essentials. But I do want you to look at, and this is something you can look at every single month, is look to see, okay, what can, what what is a nice to have, but maybe... I don't need it, particularly if you're not if you're not the profit level that you're wanting to be at. Okay, um, I did this. I think the last time I actually like really did a, a huge slash was at the end of last year, and I went through every single every service. Some th- some things were little itty bitty amounts, and some things were larger amounts. But I went through services that I kept thinking. You know, sometimes you roll in things and you think, oh yeah, I'm going to use that, and it's a whole year and you never used it. Yeah, get rid of that. You're not going to, if you haven't used it in a year, you're not using it. You're not going to use it, right? And so I did that probably in October and I, I was able to, to recapture about 600. Hey there, from Indiana. I was able to recapture about $600 from little bitty. These are tiny little things that I was spending money on. One was a really big thing. One was like a couple of hundred a month, um, but that had been paying for, it was 300 a month. That I've been paying for every single month for a whole year and I never even used it. And I was like, okay, I'm just wasting money. So that's money that you can be added back into your, into your revenue, right? Um, so Look at your ins and outs. What's going in? What's coming out? Get rid of anything that you know you haven't that you you have not used and you're not using or not using to its full capacity. All right. The third number you need to look at is the number that you need to be at based on um, based on your current expenses, so that you are netting thirty to forty percent. Okay, profit thirty to forty percent profit. All right. So I'll say that again. The third number you're going to look at is the number that you need to be at based on your current expenses to net a 30 to 40% profit margin, okay? Now, this number is going to be different for everybody, really, uh, uh, depending on what your business model is. And particularly, if you have a um, a product-based business, your profit margin is going to be less than that, way less than that, to be quite honest. Um, but 30 to 40, because you do have expenses. And they say that if you're not, if you are, if you're over a 60% profit, then you are not adequately reinvesting in your business for growth. Okay. Every business wants growth. Everyone, every business needs growth, but you, you don't want to be embezzling your own money. It's easy. It's easy to do when you're your own, when you're your own, um, when you are your own entity, because like, oh, this is all my money. No, it's not. <laughs> You're who it comes to, but it's not all yours because Uncle Sam wants his, yep. right? You definitely have expenses that absolutely need to be paid. And then, yes, you absolutely want to pay yourself as well, right? And you're always going to be reinvesting in your business to, um, in order for you to grow. Okay, so if you if you're running your numbers like, oh, I'm doing good, I'm at 60 percent, you are definitely um, crippling your business and you're stifling your growth because you're not reinvesting where you need to reinvest. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's going to be either in people. Right. So if you're at 60 percent profit and you don't have any support, you don't have a VA, you don't have an assistant, a VA, you don't have some type of support in some way, shape or form. And you're at 60 percent or even at 50 percent. You're guess what? You're doing it all, and you're not going to be able to. And that, that's not good, by the way. In case you're wondering, like, yeah, I'm doing it all. No, 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 no. That's not a good thing. There are tasks that need to be done that are ten dollar tasks. You don't need to be doing it. You need to stay in your zone of genius and do what only you can do. Okay, delegate everything else. All right. And if you and if you're listening to me, you're thinking, oh my God, I can't afford to, you know, I can't afford to pay someone. Yeah, I promise you're gonna be if you are focusing right now, you're spread so thin, 
because you're doing it all and you're probably not doing a lot of it well because we only have a certain amount of bandwidth. Okay, so you can't afford to not hire someone at $10, $15, even if it's, con- if it's a contractor, doesn't matter. Get some support, offload whatever <clears throat> can be done by someone else other than you, because that's going to make, that's going to help you to, again, make sure that you're working in your zone of genius. It's going to, you're going to see your profit, your, your, your revenue go up because you're only focusing on what you can do, which is holding the conversations, you know, doing the talks or whatever, whether it's a webinar, a, a, a live, you know, maybe it's an onstage speaking engagement, whatever it is, closing, having conversations, having conversations with DMs, closing clients, enrolling clients into your program. Those are things that you can do and probably you should be doing um, unless you are way further along in your business. But I think, think for the majority of our audience, these are, that's the, those are things that you should be doing. Do not delegate that to anybody yet at this point. Okay. Everything else. Yeah, they can do that. They can handle that. Okay. And number four, what's the gap? What's the gap between what you're bringing in minus expenses, uh, making sure, you know, looking at your profit margin, 30 to 40% profit margin. What's the gap? And the gap to me is a very empowering number because it tells me where I need to be focused for the month. What I need to be focused on, actually, not even, yes, for the month, but what do I need to be focused on today? We all know in business, there are lots of different things that need to be done in order to run a successful business. The number one thing that absolutely must be done is generating revenue into your business. Otherwise, you don't have a business, right? I always say businesses make money. Uh, uh, hobbies cost money. So if your business is costing you money, uh, yeah, if your quote unquote business is costing you money, um, you may have a hobby. You might, you definitely need to tweak some things. All right. And so um, look at the gap. Look at the gap. Right. So where do you want to be? So maybe you determine, you know what? I have a $5,000 gap. Okay. Now, great. Now that we know, and knowing is half the battle, right? Now that we know, now you get to look at your services. And now you, can, now you get to forecast, okay, what, let's say your services, these are just really arbitrary numbers. Let's say, let's say your service is $1,000. All right. That means in order to make that $5,000, fill in that $5,000 gap, you need to sell five of your services. Now, I know if you are one of our clients, either me or Dr. Lance's clients, if within the process practitioner program, then I know for a fact that you have a, uh, a program that is going to help generate a monthly, a consistent monthly revenue for you. So that way every month you're not starting out at zero, right? Every month should be growing month after month. All right. And so if that sounds foreign to you, we need to talk. <laughs> so either reach out to me or reach out to Dr. Orlandis um, so that we can make sure that we're that you tweak that and so that you are having that consistent monthly revenue coming in. But going back to the gap. So if your program is a thousand dollars, right? Or um, yeah, thousand dollars and you, your deficit is at five, then you know you need to make sure your sole focus for this month, if nothing else gets done, the thing that needs to get done is that you enroll five clients into your program or services or you sell five services. Okay. So uh that is it that's that's the that's the highlight that's the very very condensed version um i actually teach a whole one hour session on like getting to the nitty-gritty of each of these things but high level overview for our business insights and clinical nuggets and tossing it to you (laughs) that was amazing that's uh that that i mean you got to have a foundation you have to have a structure like you say if you don't know where you're going then any role would take you there so you, if you, most people don't plan to fail, they just fail to plan. And the things you just had set up, structured those four things to look for, those are 
key KPIs, uh, you know, key performance indicators that we can use to make sure our business is on track. And like say, uh, leaders delegate and you need to delegate. If I can pay somebody $25, come mow the lawn, $100 mow the lawn, I can be go generate because in an hour or two, I could have been made twelve dollars to $15,000, right? Okay. So, so the, it's the best use of my time. So I love that you gave that example. So we got to find out the best use of our time. So I thought those four points were amazing. So on the clinical side, I tossed with this in a little bit, but I, it's one I noticed that, uh, I guess because I talked about it so much the last couple of days, I said, well, I don't think I mentioned this one before, but uh, it's a marker on our CMP, our complete metabolic panel. It's called CO2, or as we say, carbon dioxide. So everybody sees it, but nobody knows what it is. We assume that since we breathe in oxygen, we breathe out carbon dioxide. That's not what that blood test is telling you. That's not the right carbon dioxide that's actually dissolved bicarbonate in the blood that's bicarb and the reason carbon dioxide is so important co2 of course important for the respiratory but i'm talking about the function of the body it's acid base balance number one so the optimal range for carbon dioxide should be 25 to 30. if it's below 25 you have what we call metabolic acidosis which means you are acidic you're inflamed you're not burning energy appropriately. That's what that's telling you. So the reason being, if you think about the the uh, the way into the production of energy in the body, what well, the the body is very smart, and all the energy is produced in a little powerhouse of the cell. We all heard the word mitochondria. I will never use it with a client because they don't know what we mean. But you guys are practitioners, so you understand. You've heard the word mitochondria before. It's a powerhouse, a generator in the cell. Inside that mitochondria, what your body does is so good at doing it. it takes oxygen that we breathe in and it takes glucose, what we eat, because we think we eat for fuel inside of my, it smashes them together and it creates a reaction. That reaction from oxygen and glucose together creates two things, well, really three, but it creates ATP, which is the energy your body's going to use, go from the cell to do the energy. It creates CO2, which is the carbon dioxide. In that process, whenever you make energy, you're going to create some inflammatory processes like react. We call them reactive oxygen species or free radicals. What? But here's a better way to think about it when you're trying to explain to someone. Imagine, I know they're digital now, but fireplaces, we know they got digital. But in the old school, somewhere in the Midwest, they still have wood. You chop wood. Once you burn that wood in the fireplace, when that, that wood, when it start burning, it's gonna create some ash. The same thing, and so we, but the problem is we got, not the problem, but we got a chimney sweeper. We're going to sweep up the ash and it's it good. Cause if we don't, it'll clog up, clog up, clog up, and you won't be able to lighten the logs. The same thing for your body. Once you create that oxygen, glucose creates that energy, ATP kicks out CO2 that lets you know if it's above 25, the process is happening efficiently. It creates a little inflammation, a little, a little dust. And so our body has the ability to get the Dyson vacuum cleaner, which is called glutathione or superoxide dismutase, which are antioxidants, and clean up the mess so we can continue to do that process over and over. The problem is when it's not done that and there's a lot of inflammation, there's a lot of free radicals, there's a lot of dust, a lot of reactive oxygen species, that energy process can't work. You're going to clog, the system is clogged up. And so what does that mean? The cells are sick. They're not healthy. So with the cells don't want to die. What happens if you have a sick cell 
And the cells are created, I don't want to say created, but they function on metabolism. What's the main metabolism marker? We're going to be talking about it in the class night. Thyroid. Thyroid is a metabolic, increasing metabolism. So does testosterone. So does glucose. So does uh, cortisol, the stress hormone. So in a normal setting, when you have those molecules of what I just mentioned come into the cell, it increases the metabolic capacity of that cell to do its job the way it's supposed to. Supposed, supposed to. Supposed to, right? So when there's an issue, when that CO2, that carbon dioxide is less than 25, what the cell does is because the brain, the body is smart. It doesn't want to die. It wants longevity. So the body will shut down. It'll make you insulin resistant. Type 2 diabetes is a protective mechanism of the body. Why? The cells are sick. So they're going to put up firewalls. Block, block. We don't want insulin to come in to drive sugar in here into these cells that are sick. It's going to make them die. We call it what? Apoptosis. We want to make those die. So the cells don't want to die. So they'll rather not work at 80 to 90% efficiency and drop down to 10 to 20. It'll keep you old, tired, sick, fat, diabetic, blind, amputated. The body will do all of that. No low libido, so you'll be in a divorce court. It'll do all that because it makes you testosterone resistant. And not just it makes all the cells resistant so they don't function properly. So your body, when there's too much inflammation, you can use carbon dioxide. And not these fancy blood tests, they got a lot of them out there by this lab called Cyrex in Arizona, I think, dog. You don't have to do all that right now. You can look at the CO2 on a $7 test and tell that the body is inflamed, there's inflammation, there's acid, acidosis. And the fact you know how the energy process works, ATP, CO2, when the CO2 is low, you notice too much dust, that's too much inflammation, too much free radical, too much junk in the cell that it can't clear out. So the cells are sick and so they're going to be resistant. They'd rather live than not die. So insulin resistant, testosterone resistant, thyroid hormone resistant, and cortisol, which is stress hormone resistant. So what's the, what's the effects of that? I'm tired. I have no energy. I gain weight. Uh, I'm diabetic. I have no sex drive. I have low muscle mass. All those symptoms of energy fatigue, you can look at these markers and without running the four or five, $600 testing and run the $7 test and get a good clue on what's going on. And that's my clinical nugget for the day. Look at the CO2 is a very important marker that often gets overlooked a lot, but now you know what it means. Don't just blow it off because it's in that normal range. And I forget the norm, the norm range. I think it's 20 to 30 somewhere. Maybe it's 20 to 30 somewhere up in there. But doesn't matter. We're talking optimal. Yeah, we're talking optimal. <laughs> we're looking right? optimal, yeah. 25 to 30 is where you want to be. Less than 25, you got some stuff going on. Good. $18,000 in two days on that one lab marker alone. What'd you say? Say that again. I said, and I just done, I've just done $18,000 in revenue in two days because of that, I pointed out that one marker. Everything else, there was some other abnormal stuff, but what brought it together, because they all complain of fatigue. I say, you see this CO2? Think of a fireplace. The exam example I just gave you guys, I gave them, they said, oh my God, that you, you're not producing energy. No matter If I fix all this stuff, I don't get this out of here. Yeah. It's not going to work. Literally, $18,000 in revenue and two, and I only work for people four to six months, so Sharice does for a year, but I only work for people Depends, four to six yeah. months, right? So, yeah. Because why mm -hmm. you are able to get to see things that other practitioners cannot see mm -hmm. that little market, a $7 blood test has earned me almost $20,000 in less than 48 hours in revenue.
And I'm going to net probably 70% of that profit. Yeah. Love it. Love that. So this is why this is so important. This is why this information is so important, right? Tying it right back into, okay, what are those four numbers that we need to be, that we need to be looking at? Our KPIs, right? And looking at, okay, how do I how do I position myself in the market so that I am not just lumped in the category with every other health practitioner out there? So I'm not lumped in this in the, in the same space as every other holistic health coach, every other other functional medicine practitioner. This is this is the information that sets you apart, that differentiates you, and that's why you are now positioned to be able to generate 18k in two days. And making that of what a 70, I think you said 70% profit. You guys, this information is so, 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 so from so critical. I will tell you, you know, there's lots of programs out there. Just really quickly, there's lots of other there's lots of programs out there, and Dr. Early and you alluded to it, where you know they teach you all the, this other advanced testing, mm-hmm. which is great. It's fabulous. Yeah. But guess yeah. what? That eats into your profit margin. Yeah. Okay. So going back to profit margin, it's not about what you make, it's what you get to keep. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest piece. And so if you can look at one marker, and of course we look at everything in its totality, but today we're just focusing on the CO2. But if if, if knowing, knowing how the CO, how CO2 works and what effects it what effects it has on the body and working with people on that, if knowing that piece is the differentiator, you guys, and you've and it's a what a $12 test versus running all these other tests that are four, five, six. A seven dollar test, yeah, seven dollar test uh, versus you know these other all these other tests, which are again they're incredible. But guess what? It, like I said, it eats into your profit margin. So that's why we're so passionate about what we do here in the Prosperous Practitioner Program. So excited for tonight's session uh, for our current uh, practitioners in the program because we are going to be going over thyroid. Is it thyroid? Mm-hmm. Thyroid, which is massive, massive. So I will tell you this, you guys. If you, if you um are needing more information about the Prospectitioner program, just type in Prosperous in the comment section. Either me or Dr. Alanis will respond to it. And um, that way we can get you equipped and get you positioned to uh, really massively increase your revenue and really help give these people answers. When I say these people, this the, it's it's you, it's your family, it's your your patients, your clients, it's people that know that they are not feeling right yet. They are not getting they're not getting a resolution to the problem. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is in a seven dollar lab, twelve dollar lab, fifty you know very inexpensive. So it's it is learning about the secret the secret language of of blood work. So that yep. being said. Uh, we will see you guys here next Tuesday, same place, same time for Business Insights and Clinical Nuggets. Any last thing you want to say, Dr. Landis? I'm good. I think we gave okay. enough to chew on today. That's a, that's enough. Yeah, that's good. Okay. All right. So we'll see you. See you next time. Bye for now. Bye-bye. And there you have it. Thanks so much for joining today and listening to this podcast episode. If you enjoyed what I shared today, go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss anything and leave a review telling us what resonated with you the most. And if it feels aligned, I want to invite you to join us inside of the Holistic Health and Empowerment Community. It's for all of the nurses who are revolutionizing how we as a collective impact health through our coaching businesses like to hang out. I'll leave the link for you down below in the show notes. I'll see you there.